This is WWJ All Local. A winter weather advisory for Detroit and the suburbs is in effect until tomorrow afternoon. Forecasters originally had the advisory going into effect at 7 p.m., but moved up the time due to light freezing rain and drizzle starting this afternoon. Now, the rain will start coming down harder around midnight. At times, we can see a mix of snow and sleet. Travel could be treacherous this evening and tomorrow morning. Stay with us for updates. We'll check traffic and weather together on the 8s coming up. You can also watch the radar anytime on our website at www.newsradio.com. It's the next step in the Oxford High School shooting case. An Oakland County judge has decided that Jennifer Crumbly will stand trial starting tomorrow. It's the first of its kind in the U.S. as the parents of the Oxford High School shooter are both charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. They could each spend up to 15 years in prison if convicted. The Oakland County Prosecutor's Office says the Crumblies ignored pleas for help from their son and bought him a gun. Now, back in December, Ethan Crumbly was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole after murdering four students and hurting seven others. Today, his defense team filed documents appealing his sentence, and his attorneys say the teenager will not testify if called during his parents' trials. A seven-year-old who went through his own hospital stay during COVID is paying it forward in his own special way. WWJ's John Hewitt joins us live with that story from Children's Hospital of Michigan. John? Hello, Tracy. It was about four years ago when Jacob Estamayu of Shelby Township, as you mentioned, found himself as a patient at Children's Hospital of Michigan in Detroit, struggling with a kidney ailment. And through the treatments he received, he remembered how much comfort as a four-year-old, a simple stuffed animal, or stuffy as he likes to call it, gave him. Well, now that he's all better at the age of seven, Jacob is in his third year of delivering what he calls Jacob's Bravery Boxes to other children with the help of his classmates at Switzer Elementary School in Utica. I wanted to do it because I said other people might be scared, so what if they get a toy, then they might feel better. So then I made Jacob's bravery boxes. 20 in the first year with the help of his mom, dad, and little sister, and then with the help of his classmates, as mentioned, they did 100 last year and 125 this year, which they delivered to Children's Hospital today. Reporting live, John Hewitt, WWJ News Radio 950. What a great story, John. Thank you. WWJ News Time, it's 3.05. The fans are celebrating right alongside the Lions today, and both sets of people are looking ahead to next weekend. Fans have a lot of advice for the Lions to beat San Francisco this Sunday. Rick Thornton, he's from Detroit. You always got to stick to the run. You got to run the ball. Got to set the line of scrimmage, form a new one, and uh, go from there. Yeah, play, try to play as good. Get enough defense as you can. Now, Rick Thornton, actually, he's Coach Rick because he won Division I state champs for Southfield A&T. So, Coach, what do you tell the team before a big game? You, always, you just got to stick together. Everybody uh, working hard and practice together and uh, having one mission on the same page. Good chemistry, and they can pull it off. Good advice there. Go Lions. In Detroit, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. Win or lose, Detroit's Lions diehard fans always stand behind their team. With two playoff games at Ford Field, the team attracted even more people downtown. Looking ahead in April, tens of thousands of football fans will be in Detroit for the NFL draft. During a live interview on WWJ, City Council President Mary Sheffield says they'll be ready with two major developments underway. The Henry Ford Experience and a brand new hotel that will be connected to the convention center. Because one of the 
challenges that we struggle with with Detroit is that a lot of conventions and sports, uh, you know, events want to come to Detroit, but we don't have the hotel space to host these events. So this year, we're actually in the process of approving and developing um, one of the you know biggest hotels downtown Detroit that will help with accommodating some of those needs. Sheffield adds, it's a great time for the city and the hard work is paying off. Federal officials were in the city of Detroit today working to educate the community on fire safety, especially in the cold months. It's all part of FEMA's push to decrease fire-related deaths. Detroit Fire Department Commissioner Chuck Sims touts the department's ability to install 2,000 fire alarms a year, but he says they're always looking for ways to improve. Over the last seven years, Detroit has averaged approximately 26 fire fatalities from structure fires every year. Although this number may appear to be a relatively small number for the size of our city, it is still 26 fatalities too many. Out of the 26 fatalities, approximately 65% of those occurred in the winter month from cause or causes originating from heating sources, smoking, electrical, and unattended cooking. Nationally, fire deaths are on track to hit 3,000 in 2024, topping the nearly 2,300 deaths that we saw in 2023. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.